Hello. Hello. This is Reading with Finus. I am Finus. I'm reading African Myths of Origin today. The story from African Myths of Origin that I'm reading is Zwa, the Hunter. Follow me at Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see illustrations of mine. Hey, 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 try to read every day. If not, I'm your guy. Oh, I got you. Uh, guess who didn't listen to their own advice and reread it before they got to the podcast? This guy didn't. Who needs that advice? Um, it's great outside. It looks, looks nice. Can't wait to go outside. Can't wait to get some stuff done today. I'm feeling motivated. Get the day off. Let's do it. I might even do another story just to kind of knock it out. Do some laundry. Already brushed my dog. Might give him a bath. We'll see. Might just get all the stuff done today. Um, but uh, let's get the story started. Zwa, the hunter. Like the story of Kwaka Amanzun, and in a particular contrast to the first two stories with their connections to Mali, the story of Zwa highlights the culture, con- uh, the culture continuities along the southern part of the Nigeria from the Songhe to the house and even to the Urabi. The story of Zwa is a fairly typical foundation story. One might compare him with the figure of the hunter in the Malsi tradition, associated in the case with the Anzuru region of Nigeria. This version is retold from one collected by a Nigerian scholar in 1960. The story begins. When Zwa entered the land of Anzuru, he found nothing there but God the bush and lions. He had come from Mali, forced to flee after his older brother had killed some grot, grots, grots, praise singers because of a song they sang. He came into the land of the Zarma, who at the time were ruled by Zar Barkan. He encountered a hunter and offered to trade him his clothes, his belongings and his horse in exchange for his hunting equipment and the knowledge which allowed him to remain safe in the bush. The hunter agreed and prepared for him the the protective charms he would need and also made him a bow and arrows. Zwa handed over the hunter all the belongings he had been able to bring from Mali and headed into the bush. He passed through it, avoiding all human dwellings until he came into Anazuru. A lioness had gone hunting, but just as she sprang out to seize her game, she stumbled, for her paw had been pierced by a great thorn. She tried to gnaw at, uh, it free, but failed, and wandered moaning in pain through the wilderness. She found Zwa sleeping in the shade of a bush and woke him with her paw. Zwa rose himself, saw the lioness, and then saw her paw, bloody from the thorn. Gently, he worked the thorn free. And then he poured some of his water over the paw to clean the wound. He left the lioness under the bush where her two cubs soon joined her and went off to kill some game. Soon he returned with food for the lioness, her cubs and and himself. After that, the lioness and Zwa hunted together as though the lioness and her cubs were his dogs. Zwa lived for a time in the company of the lions until one day he met a man named Amara, at a water hole, Amara would become the ancestor of the people of 
Siguru. Although at first they were prepared to kill each other, they decided it would be better to talk. Yeah, because Zwa was like, I got them things on me, meaning three lions. Okay, you don't want to fight me. Zwa learned that Amara from a village in uh, came from a village and inquired about the possibility of getting a wife from among the women of the village. Amara answered that he would ask the sister for uh, for she was a diviner. The next day they met again at the water hole. Amara had the response from his sister. If you wish to have children, there is only one woman who can marry. She is the daughter of the ruler of Gorbri, a house state. <clears throat> Amara told Zwa the tokens which would allow him to recognize this woman. Her name was Alzuma. Then Zwa used the magic the hunter had taught him. He cast a spell and wings grew on his back so that he could fly over the bush. He flew south into the land of Gobri until he saw a group of maidens in a sand quarry. And among them, he recognized the daughter of the chief. She wore a great silver bracelet on one arm and an anklet on one leg. He swooped down and carried her off, flying back into Anzuru. He put her down in the middle of his lions. Oh, wow. Alzumu was terrified, but he reassured her and offered her food. She calmed down when she was. She saw how the lions played around him and obeyed the, his slightest sign. But she was kidnapped. But a man by the wings. Okay. Anyway, the chief of Gobri got no peace after the abduction of his daughter. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah, that makes sense. He sent all his people to seek her, but they had little to go by. There were the footprints in the sand quarry, so they knew a man had appeared and seized her, but there the tracks had disappeared. A fluna came to help one day and admired one of the cattle in the chief's herd. He, he heard of the chief's loss and went into the bushes. Herdsmen, like hunters, wandered far from the houses of men. He came to Zwa's camp in Anzuru while while was it Zwa? Yeah, Zwa away hunting. While Zwa was away hunting, he found the chief of Gobra's daughter and greeted her. Immediately, the lions pounced on him and prepared to kill him. Then Alazuma spoke up. Come find something better to do than kill a fluna. The lions got up and left him alone. Alzuma gave the fluna her bracelet and he left. When Zwa returned from his hunting, he was suspicious. He sensed that a human being had been, had come and gone. But Alzuma denied that anything had happened. You know, you, you know that feeling when you know someone's been in your house. I think I could I think I could understand that. Like, something feels different in here. Someone's been in here. Uh, the Fluna returned to the ruler of Gorbri and asked for the cow he had admired as a reward. When he had heard that Fluna's news, the chief of a, of Gobriar, Gobriar, gladly gave it to him. And then he assembled his army and marched out. Soon, from a height, he recognized the signs that the Fluna had indicated. A great tree stood out in the flat plains below. By the tree was Zwa's camp. Zwa quickly became aware of the strangers in his valley. He and one of the lions prepared for battle. 
he shot his arrow and, uh, and whatever they fail when wherever they fell slew the men around them the lion raced here and there knocking men to the ground but the man of Gorbriar speared it at last and suffering from the iron it took cover under a bush immediately the men of Gorbriar brought torches and wood and prepared to burn the lion out of its covering Zwa uttered a prayer do not let me do not let me see my lion burn before my eyes immediately clouds formed over the place and of the struggle and rain poured down on the men of Gorbriar Exhausting their torches, stunned by the this wonder, the people of Gorbriar paused. You in the bush, called the chief of Gorbriar. I am looking for my daughter who was lost. I was told you held her captive, and that is why I have come after you. I did not take your daughter to make her a slave of her, answers Wa. I was told that if I wished to have children, that was only one woman I could marry, and it was your daughter. You have killed many of you have killed many of your in-laws, answered the chief of Gorbriar. This is a strange way to greet your kin. You've come with an army, answered Zwa. I would not let you kill me first. So the chief of Gorbriar and Zwa came to an agreement, and Alazuma stayed with Zwa to become his wife and the mother of, of his heirs. Other people came later, bringing skills and knowledge which Zwa and his people needed to appease the local spirits of the earth and to protect the land against the raids of Tardrich and others. This is how Anzuru was populated. Um, I mean, it was an okay story. I'm not a big fan of the whole, you know, kidnapping and trading of a, a woman. Like, hey, you can have this person. And, like, you know, there's a lot of, like, the two guys come to terms with stuff, and it was like, all right, there's a whole person here that got stolen um, that has feelings and emotions. Should probably address that. I guess that's also my favorite worst thing. You should bring that up, highlight it, I guess. Um, yeah, also the guy had two lions. That's pretty cool. Three lions. One lion, Is, and her two cubs. Be careful, though. Slippery soap. Next thing you know, you're stealing women. Don't do that. Let people come on the own accord. Come as you are. You don't have to be forced to do anything. Well, anyways, thank you for listening. That was Reading the Finest. I'll be here tomorrow to read another mythology story to you. Thank you. Follow me, everything is fine. Hey, read every day. All right. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da